Y'all are live. Go right ahead. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Skydive Liberation. My name is Kyler Kayanik. I'm Jacob Patty. And we are here with our awesome producer, Drew Beach, here in Chattanooga, Tennessee at Sticks and Tones Studios. Before we get into our first topic today, we're going to give you a little brief introduction to ourselves and kind of how we got into the sport of skydiving and, and what it means for us. So, Jacob, I'm going to let you take it away. Yeah, awesome. I guess I will be starting this off. I first kind of got into skydiving here when I saw an application for Manifest Office at the Chattanooga Skydiving Company. And I was working at T-Mobile at the time, and I just saw this, and I think stars kind of aligned. Um, At the time, I was really struggling a lot. Um, Throughout my life, I dealt with a lot of depression, um, a lot of insecurities, a lot of lack of self-confidence. So things were just a little hard, and I saw skydiving, and I thought, you know, manifest office job, hell, I could probably get a free skydive out of it, that would be fun. Yeah, at least one jump. Yeah, but um, it turned out that, you know, they were kind of needing help because the summer season was picking up. I didn't really know even what to expect, so when I got there for my job interview, it was just a hangar and, like, an airplane, (laughs) like, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, Did they already have the pack then? Yeah, so I walked in, and I could see the PAC 750 there. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And um, It is a cool plane. Yeah, you just I knew from that moment that this is something else for me. This It's different. Uh, yeah, it nothing had felt like that, you know. When you're a kid, you always have these dreams of what you want your life to be and what you expect life to be. For the first time in a really long time, I walked into that hangar and I could feel that again. I felt like a kid. I felt... Just a different energy as soon as you walked in the <laughs> yeah, door? Yeah, the moment I walked yeah. in the door. Um, so I had my job interview. It went well. Um, things kind of changed around. Eventually, I got out of the manifest office, which I'm still trained in. and I still um, help out if they need it, but um, I started moving into the video room. That was an amazing experience because I love video editing. I love doing that. So I got to work with like Premiere Pro and I got to talk with these guys who were skydivers and like they were just living life to the fullest, man. They were talking about all the terminology like tracking, Fruit Loops. Um, at the time, I was wearing like nail polish kind of. <laughs> and uh, I mean, they teased me like, oh, you were probably a Fruit Loop, <laughs> whatever, but. Um, these guys were really cool, and I, I just kind of, like, was jealous in a certain respect about how free they were. Um, yeah. They really, they were just living, and I, I was enjoying a lot in the video room. It was awesome, because um, I started to just see what they were doing and all the crazy shit they were doing in the sky. Like, um, Jeremiah was a uh, free is doing free flying, and I remember doing video edits for them, and I just thought it was the coolest thing that I even got the chance to, like, edit videos for skydivers. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking cool. Like, well, I was getting paid to do that. Skydiving has this, this, this such mystic kind of thing, I feel like, to most people. You know what I mean? Where it's, most people are never going to do it in their lives. If they even hear about it, but let alone the people that do, and then they finally they look at it, and you know, it's, it's I guess it can, it can be really intimidating. Yeah, it, and it is. I mean, yeah, I uh, I was really intimidated 
until I did my first tandem. Like, I, so when did you do your first tandem? Yeah, so that was June twenty sixth, twenty twenty two. Okay. Um, I had been working there for a little over three months, and that was the agreement. After three months of working there, I got a free tandem, um, which is a great perk. You know, ninety days free tandem. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. For me, never getting to go to skydive. It, just doing that, getting to work there, it was awesome. Um, Who'd so you do I, with your tandem with? Uh, I did my first tandem with Wizard. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, good good way to start. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Um, so that was... I I, uh, I was so nervous. I was scared as fuck. Really? Um, yeah, because I, I didn't know it was going to happen that day either. They kind of surprised me with it. They oh, were that's being cool. Little, they were being a little cheeky and sweet with it. Um, but... I, I remember getting out there, and our office, um, one of the girls who works at the office, Courtney, um, she was telling me, all right, it's, it's today. It's, it's time. Yeah, it's time. Go out there. <laughs> they call you out into the hangar, and they get you geared up, and then I was just standing there waiting. I was so excited. I, I was giddy. I was, like, kind of bouncing around, and then uh, Wizard comes along, and he, he helps me. He's like, which one do you want to jump? Which tandem rig do you want to use? Um, and Were I you packing at that point? No, no, I, 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 um, I, I, I knew nothing still about this sport. Okay. I, I, okay, so you were strictly like in office, at, you know, up until this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know shit. I was in office doing videos. Gotcha. I didn't really understand how any of it really worked. Yeah. That was my f- second time up in the plane. Um, I got to ride along on the passenger one time, and I had an amazing time doing that. Just watch sitting yeah. in the passenger seat, watching them jump out of the plane yeah. in the background. That was pretty cool, um, and especially afterwards because the plane just dive bombs <laughs> once <laughs> to save I gas. I always wondered what they do after after we jump out. Yeah, they just go pretty much straight down. That's how they uh, get down there sometimes before we even land. Um, but you know, I got in. I got to go up. Of course. They're teasing me. It's my first time. Yeah. Uh, I think Wizard had me uh, sit on his lap like six times, and it wasn't <laughs> until like the sixth time that I was like, this is, hey, maybe he's fucking with me. Maybe he's fucking with me. <laughs> maybe he's not just trying to like take care of my safety. <laughs> and well, he was. As, as long as he wasn't super happy or excited to see you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I remember um, Jake did my video for that, which was awesome. I was so happy he got to do my video. Um, oh, she got video of it too. Yeah, outside video. Um, That's awesome. I did. Yeah, it, and it was it was a really good experience. Uh, but I I remember scooting along after all the fun jumpers went out, and I was like the last tandem out the door, I think. Um, and I couldn't look down when we got to the door. I couldn't look down. I was looking up, <laughs> and we had these uh, tinted uh, goggles, so you couldn't really see my eyes, which is I'm glad for. But I was <laughs> so fucking scared. Uh, it was so terrifying. Um, every part of my body was saying, "This is wrong. What the hell are you doing? Why? This is not. Yeah. You, you were not made for this." Yeah, that first one's maybe. Maybe you shouldn't have signed up for this job in the first <laughs> place. Maybe you shouldn't have been, like this, done the office job, Jacob. This was a complete mistake. That door opens and you get to the edge and you start to question a lot of oh, shit in your life. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. And um, then. Uh, wizard went out in, and then I was looking down, and then yeah. I'm falling. You see nothing but the earth below you. Yeah, and the most bliss I've ever felt in my entire life. Yeah, most bliss. 
I was so happy and smiling, and I, I, I was just in shock. I was fish-eyed. I couldn't do anything. Jake reached out to hold my hand so he, they could spin around with me. Yeah. Wizard had to grab my hand to like put it in Jake's hand <laughs> yeah. so I could even get the dog. You were just like frozen in shock, kind of. I was, and when I got down, um, we finished the skydive. I got to pilot the canopy a little bit. Wizard helped me yeah, put the that's he put cool. the yellow toggles in there when he's. Um, so I got to fly it a little bit, but I was so cautious. Wizard grabbed my hand and swung it down. Yeah. So we went into a dive. I remember being so nauseous. One of them red turns. Oh yeah, and it, it that was the first thing I'd ever experienced of that. But when we got to the ground, I was like, "Holy fucking shit! I am yeah." This is something else. I want to be doing this every single day of yeah, my life. Absolutely. Um, so I, I begged Jake. I was like, yeah, let's let's get AFF let's, started. Let's, Hell let's, yeah. Right away. <laughs> sign me up. So eventually I, I had a really good friend, um, Eden, um, yeah. who's, who uh, is currently working in the uh, Dead Sea drop zone in Israel. Yeah. Uh, so he, he kind of, we were talking in the video room one day on a rainy day and I was just doing some video editing and he's like, yeah, man, so why haven't you done AFF yet? And I'm like, I've been begging people. I, people just don't have time. It's summer season. And he's like, let's do it. Let's do it right now. Um, and if it wasn't for Eden, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And um, so I started AFF. And that was, it was, it was scary. Um, it was really intimidating. Uh, for me, this was like one of the biggest things I've ever gone for. And, and, I start to really feel the risk yeah. after your first tandem, you know. Oh yeah. Well, you you do that. You do the jump course, right? You get you get your schooling that you do in an evening, and it's yes. like four to five hours. And it depends your instructor. Eden and I worked about eight hours. Okay, um, cool. You got so you got a lot of information yeah, then. I did, um, but that can be really intimidating too because you're getting so much information at once, and like. You're so new to it, and you've never done it on your own before. You have, it's like, no matter how much information they throw at you, you're still going to be nervous as fuck. Yeah, and that's one of the benefits of, like, working at the drop zone. You're, you're kind of always around it, so yeah. it was a good bit easier for me. It do, yeah, I'm sure it numbs it a little bit. Um, but, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Starting AFF. Starting AFF. Um, he... Basically, we worked on um, ground school, you know, we prepped and prepped and prepped, and my goal was, I, I really want to be a good AFF student. I want to try to do, like, a, be a perfect AFF student. Right. Um, so I, I did everything I could. I went to the wind tunnel. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I got to go to the Urban Air Adventure Park uh, wind tunnel. And the one that you took me to? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, $20 a month, and you get to jump as much as you want and definitely recommended for anybody that's listening yeah, it's if you're wanting to get into skydiving and you're not already or even if you are already in skydiving go to a wind tunnel it will help you out tremendously yeah and you know some people don't there's a lot of people who never went into the wind tunnel and they're just amazing flyers and that's true yeah yeah but it i feel like at least for me like you've seen what happened i've, I've been one time and what it did for me in the matter of four hours really only doing it for probably a total of 10 to 15 minutes was totally different flying the next time. Yeah. It, it, it totally different. Notice. Yeah. And it was very noticeable. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was a little different since I 
went to the wind tunnel before starting AFF, I don't really, I, I would have been a, I would have been a mess. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, I, because AFF was still hard for me, you know, it was, um, especially like the first uh, couple jumps, it's intimidating. You're finally on your own. Yeah. Like, every, Even though they're holding on to you, you know? Yeah, but still, like, it's, you're, as they say, when you, when, right before you jump out, who's responsible for the skydive? Me. Exactly. <laughs> Ultimately, you are responsible for the skydive. If shit goes bad, what do they tell you? You're on your own. Yeah. I think one of the biggest intimidating factors was the fact that, like, yeah, they're holding on to you until you open your canopy. Yeah. Then it's, it's all you, dog. Yeah. You're up there at 6,500. All alone. And yeah. that was the first time I was ever... Yeah. I remember screaming, fuck. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, holy fucking shit. Canopy opens, you're doing your check, and you're like, this oh. is happening, this just... This really just happened. I was on 7th Heaven. It yeah. was awesome. And then yeah, I came man. down, and um, I landed off on my first... Um, my first landing, I landed off, but I got a stand-up landing. And not on a your first one? Yeah, my first... That's awesome, My dude. first four jumps were uh, stand-up landings. Oh, my fuck you. Was, yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. My fifth jump was... Uh, I think I, like, accidentally slid it in. and uh, But no, it, it, it really, uh, really started opening up things. And I, I started noticing how it affected how I was acting as a person and how, yeah. how it was changing me as a person. So I, I became... I, I was this guy who was depressed. I, I there were days I couldn't even get out of bed. I yeah. mean, I was I was really sad, and I, I I I thought, is this really what life is? Is this all that there is to life for me? Right. Is it just going to be office work? Um, yeah. Am I going to be doing a nine to five every day? And and that's yeah. not what I wanted to do. I mean, as a kid, I wanted to you know I wanted to be famous, or I wanted to you know be do theater. Or, uh, and and now my I started to feel my dreams coming back, and I started to feel confident. I started to look better. I yeah. I, I started learning how to pack. So um, Eden taught me how to pack. So from my second AFF jump, I was packing my own rigs. And ever since my second AFF no jump, shit. I've only jumped my own rigs. Yeah. Wow. My own okay. Except for when I like borrow someone else's rig and they. Well, that know, makes me feel fucking it. shitty. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I ended up paying Eden. I, we we had to make a deal, but I, I paid him, you know, to teach me how to pack. And, yeah. Um, he had a lot of experience packing, and then I also got to work with a bunch of riggers. and. Yeah, there's Farrell there as well, and you Farrell said you've learned Jake. a lot from Farrell. I did. Um, Farrell. And even Jake, yeah. I, for, I always forget that Jake's a rigger, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he kind of wants to forget he's a rigger. <laughs> um but no, I, I started noticing I was more confident. My skin was glowing. I was happier. I was healthier. I was losing weight. I uh, I was pretty overweight. Um, I wasn't really happy with what I looked like. I wasn't really happy with how I felt. And now suddenly I'm doing something, you know, that most people aren't going to do their entire lives. And now I'm jumping out of planes like two times a day. Yeah. I... Um, it changes you and it changes how you feel about yourself and how you feel about life. Uh, you're so much more in the moment. When I was depressed, I was either in the future thinking about what's coming, thinking about what I need to worry about, or thinking about the pain I've felt with my entire life. Um, now, with skydiving, it's, it's, 
it's helped me live more in the moment and I'm, it's very similar to meditation i've i've practiced a lot of meditation i've actually taken a 100 hour meditation course um and um yeah it's it keeps you present and if you keep skydiving you know you're you have to stay present while yeah. during a skydive because yeah, you, you have do. 50 seconds to do whatever you're set out to do. Well, and then there's even just flying the canopy after those 50 seconds. Oh, yeah. you got to be on the ball, because if you're not, it's it can, it's, it can mean a lot of bad shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's your life you're risking, you know. And um, There's a lot of confidence that comes with that. There you're, is. You're trusting yourself you have for the to. first time. You know, for me, I, I didn't trust myself. I, I, yeah. I couldn't feel like I could accomplish things, and now I'm doing a physical action which literally proves my confidence and proves that, yeah, you can do this. I feel like even since I've known you, you've, I don't want to say you've come out of the shell, but I, I've noticed just in my, in the short time that I've, I've realistically known you, you've really, you're more outgoing yeah, than I, when I first met you. You're a lot more outgoing. You have no hesitation when it comes to meeting new people or doing new things. You're just, you're just on the ball. You just do it. You're like, you know, if somebody brings something up, you're like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's that's another thing. I mean, like when I was depressed, I would avoid people. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. De- I couldn't. Even if it was like a pleasant interaction, I thought they would hate me. I thought I would upset people. I thought I would be. Um, I I was I was dealing with. I was compensating for everyone else. I was caring so much more about everyone else but myself. And now I'm finally doing something which makes me happy and gives me that confidence. Um, and it it helps you meet people. Um, so. Yeah, I think I think that's a good summary of my uh, skydiving experience. Yeah, uh, that's now, good, dude. Now I'm at 73 jumps. I'm a packer. I'm pretty confident in my packing abilities. Jacob is the main packer at RDZ. Yeah, I mean, we have a rigger, but um, I, I do a lot of the He's damage. switching a lot to video, it seems like, though. Uh, yes, uh, he's doing a lot of video, because that's where the money is. You know, nobody yeah. wants to pack. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gotta move forward, you know. And I get that totally. Yeah. So color. Well, yeah. What's, so what's your experience. So my experience is a little bit different. I didn't get into it like Jacob did. I've you know I don't work in skydiving. It's just something I got into. And oddly enough, it's we're going on nine years. July twenty fourth. That was my this my birthday. Nine years ago, I was eighteen, and my dad got me my my birthday present was a tandem jump skydiving here in Chattanooga and I was really excited to do it I was, I was definitely fucking nervous that's for sure it's like skydiving holy shit you know and, and when I went into it it was it was that same mentality that you hear and that I hear and any any skydiver hears all the time like what the fuck would make you want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane <laughs> kind of like Drew asked you what makes you want to jump out of a perfectly yeah, good airplane yeah exactly we hear it all the time as skydivers all the time. If I could count the number of times, if I, if I got a nickel for every time I heard that, I'd probably have fucking a million bucks by now. Yeah. And I've been in this sport such a short time already. But, so for my 18th birthday, I got this, that was my present. And I don't remember, no, it was, it was with a guy named John. And it was, we're going on nine years. Chattanooga Skydiving was still relatively new. Yeah, At that very point. And uh, they didn't have the pack, it was a Cessna. And I got there, my wife and I were there together. She came with me to just watch. 
And um, I remember, you know, signing in and everything. You got to sign the waiver and whatnot. And you, you go to manifest and talk to them and get ready and whatnot. And then you just kind of wait. And they did a couple loads. And everybody got this instruction. Everybody was like, like they called them out. They went up there. They got their harness on and everything. And everybody's getting these like 10, 15 minute instructions. Well, like an hour goes by. And then they call me up and they get me on the harness and they're like, go get on the plane. No fucking instruction whatsoever. It was like, you're harnessed up, get on the fucking plane. Okay, let's just roll with it. Let's yeah, see how we do. <laughs> let's hope this goes well. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope he doesn't drop this one. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I got on the plane and we're up there. And I remember the first thing I heard as soon as we get moving. Don't touch the duct tape. Some of it is structural. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. What the fuck? I just get on this plane, and they're already telling me not to fuck with duct tape on a plane because it's structural. It's like, Jesus, maybe I do want to jump out. But that, So that was wild. That was... But looking back, it's just really funny. That's really cool. Maybe it was a joke, but there was quite a bit of duct tape. Um, yeah, especially in those Cessna. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's an old plane. Yeah, I mean, that. Uh, not a lot of people can say they did their first skydiving experience out of a Cessna. That's true. You know, that's a rite of passage for skydivers. So that you is, did yeah. that on your first jump, and I'm a little jealous of that. That's well, even cool. in once I started AFF, I was it was only the pack. And I didn't do the Cessna till probably like my twenty third, twenty fourth jump. You know, I've been jumping the pack, and that's kind of a luxury when it comes to skydiving. Yeah, the packs are fun. Yeah, they are. And then you get into the Cessna, and you're fucking getting out on this one foot by three inch platform in a strut. Ugh. And the door just kind of yeah. the door holds itself open. That's yeah, with the wind pressure and right, and you're sitting next to the pilot. But, so, I get in the plane, and we're going up, and we're just talking, and, you know, I'm still loving it, I'm still a good sport about it, it's, I'm nervous as shit, don't get me wrong, but I, you know, I was still excited, and we get up, still no instruction, it's been 10 minutes, we're getting up to altitude, and like, I've, no instruction whatsoever, (laughs) we get to the, and he's like, I'll, I'll tell you here in a minute, and they're doing video and whatnot, and we get to that two-minute warning, so, you know, wings wings flap, and um, it's like, okay, it's two minutes. Then he begins the instruction, like, we're going to get to the door, I'm going to tap you, you're going to make sure we're good to go, and then we're going we're gonna to rock, and then we're going to go out, and I want you to go, as he told me, he's like, go banana. Be a banana. That's, that's what I remember. And it's like, all right, we'll just, we'll just roll with this shit. Kind of no turning back now. And, um, so we get to the, you get to the door. The door was open the whole time. Yeah, that's one nice thing about the summer, you know, you get to yeah, just, you just open the door. Air conditioning. Oh, yeah. This guy to have air conditioning. Yeah, dude. And, um, so we get to the door, and I was the first one out. So I didn't get to watch anybody go out. It was just... Yeah, because there's probably no one else in the fucking plane. <laughs> there was one other tandem on it. Okay. There was one other, but they got in first. Oh, so you didn't get video. I did get video. It's on YouTube somewhere. Uh, hand cam or outside video? Hand cam. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know if it's still on YouTube or not, but it, they put it up on YouTube. It after probably it is. It. We'll, we'll have to find that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, and I remember, and maybe it's different because it's the Cessna, but I remember getting to that platform and we left the plane. So we're on the hill. And I remember this moment where it felt like everything just stopped. I mean, everything. There was no sound. There was no movement of air. There was nothing. Everything stopped. Time froze. The earth stopped moving. The heavens were not there. It just fucking stopped. And there was just this like one second period where everything was just dead quiet. And it was like total bliss, you know, in an ignorant form. Because it was right after that was this fucking sudden drop you know, towards the earth, it's like, holy shit. And yeah, of course, the drogue's out, you start getting that tandem speed. Well, know? before he pulls the drogue out, we go up, we're inverted. So I'm looking up at the plane. Holy shit. And I'm thinking, holy shit. I'm looking up at the fucking plane where we're going, or I'm falling from the sky. I'm literally falling from the sky, and I'm looking up while I'm doing it. And then we get, you know, back to normal position. And that's, I'm sure, when the drogue came out. Yeah, like some, you know, they, they like, generally you throw the drug, like, kind of right after. Um, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Like, maybe, looks- you know, I, I fucking loved it. And it was just this surreal experience of flying. And then, you know, I almost can't remember the part of being in free fall other than looking at the ground thinking, holy fucking shit. <laughs> and, um, you know, then the canopy comes out and it's like, you know, it's it's like it's like you get the wind knocked out of you. Oh, you do. You literally do that. Like, oh yeah, but like maybe on not on the tandems with how long you know. Yeah, but for <laughs> a first time, or you know what I mean? Simple. It's it's like there's so much shock and everything's like. I mean, your brain can't comprehend mm-hmm. how, all the information it's getting. Your brain was not a lot of stimulant at one point in time. Yeah, way too much, you know. <laughs> but I remember that canopy opening, and we're flying now, and you know he's pulling on the risers and then he gets the brakes and I just remember that moment being like oh my god that was the fucking coolest thing in the world and you know at that point he's doing red turns and stuff we're booking it you know and I'm feeling the g-forces going around and going down and we're doing cool stuff under canopy landing was smooth as it gets and I just remember that feeling of getting on the ground be like Oh, thank God I'm back on the ground. You know, I made it. But, like, it's that, that feeling. It's like, I just did that. Yeah, you did that. There you go. Yeah. Technically, and was, you know, you tandem did it. But. Yeah. But at the time, you know, if it's your first tandem and you've never done it before, like, that is an incredible feeling just just to have done it. Oh, yeah. And you have to have a lot of balls to even just do it. Oh, yeah. Minutes. Oh, yeah. You have to have a pair just to get on the plane. <laughs> yeah. And it, it you know, does, some people stay up for nights and they stay up the whole night before because they can't sleep because yeah. you know you're just that nervous and I get it but that was such an incredible incredible experience ever since then it's like it's, I wanted to do it I wanted to do it again and then this past year um, my dad had never done it so we decided that we were going to go together I forget if it was for Father's Day or his birthday and I want to say it was his birthday we um we went skydiving again. We did we both did tandems and he loved it. I loved it. And that's when we first kind of began the talks like 
this is such an incredible thing. Why are we not doing this for ourselves? And then we did another tandem. And we were just going to do a regular tandem. But then we are like, fuck it. Let's do the 18,000 foot. Let's do the high pole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, or not high pole, but the high jump. High altitude. Yeah. So. Tandem experience. We did that. And I did mine with Louise. Dad had wizard for both of his, I think. That's a good one. Um, no, he had Eden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had, he had Eden for the second one. Um, but that was... And that, when you do the high altitude jump and you just fall and fall... I remember thinking, when the fuck is this canopy going to come out? <laughs> is it ever going to come out? Are we ever going to pull this fucking thing? We've been, it feels like an eternity has gone by. Oh, yeah. And I mean, when you first start out jumping, you know, your first few jumps are going to feel like the are a lot longer than that 50 seconds so then if you go up to 18,000 feet it felt like I mean it was my third jump at this point but it just felt like a fucking eternity and then but it's still it's just such an incredible experience I did have some 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 like bad pressure afterwards and I had like a headache and really it hurt my ears after for about two hours I couldn't hear right and it just hurt afterwards but you know 18,000 foot I I remember even my head hurting after 14,000 feet yeah like it happens and I have bad sinus stuff often especially if I've been having dairy stuff so you know it's it's common it's understood and at that point my dad and I just started talking afterwards like fuck doing tandems it's nice and all, but let's do this for ourselves. We're we're going to start doing this for ourselves now. We're So within the next seven days, we signed up for AFF together. Hell yeah. And I think we came in on a Tuesday or Wednesday to manifest, and we signed up, paid for everything. We paid up front. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, it is. I mean, you save, you save a lot of money yeah. doing that. We, I, that's one thing I recommend. If you're going to yeah. do it, definitely buy in bulk. Yeah, Instead definitely. Instead of paying per jump. If you're going to do it, just just buy the package right away. It yeah. sucks to, to throw out that much at one time, but it's totally worth it because you're going to save hundreds of dollars to do it. Especially, yeah, because, you know, when you first start jumping, you're probably going to fail a couple of the AFF levels. That's just a guarantee. It happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you might not pull for your first AFF jump. You might forget. It happens a lot. It does. And that's why you have two instructors holding on to you. <laughs> you might curl up into a ball and... F- <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, then you, you got your AFFI diving after you, <laughs> hoping, you know... Pulling your, your pilot shoe for you. Well, I hope your AAD was churned on. <laughs> yeah, at least they're really good about checking everything before you go. Oh, yeah. Very good. But so that's that's when we signed up, and it was August, August of 2022 is when we we signed up. We did the jumps school that Friday, Saturday morning, jumping. I did. I think we both did one jump that day, and then we came back the next weekend. I think it was either the next weekend or it was two weekends later. And I got two jumps in that day. He only got one. It took a lot out of him. But he's also, he's over 50 years old. And it was just, it was more difficult in him. And even for me, god damn. After 
after two jumps, I felt just worthless. I was so fucking worn out and everything. But the one thing I will say is after all the jumps I'd had, my first tandem, the second, the third, every jump that I had, the number one thing was I just felt so content mm. with life and with everything. I, it's, it's like you could have been in a fucking car accident and it wouldn't have really mattered. It's like I still would have been okay and I would have been cool because I just felt so content with life. Everything felt so good after skydiving. Your brain it, chemistry is working right. Yeah, it, it's it's just it's like being on this different kind of high, but in such a good way. I just felt so at peace with the world, and I still do. And I that's what I tell everybody. Whenever I'm jumping and like I get done jumping after day, I just feel so at peace. <laughs> I feel liberated. Yeah, and that is the that is the number one way I could describe skydiving for anybody. If you want to know what skydiving feels like, it is liberation in its fucking definition. Yeah. It is. I mean, I, I jumped six times this past weekend. I ha- I'm i really relaxed right now. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty together. You know, things are just easy. It is so liberating. Well, you know, I think that... that what what made you uh, wait so long? So that's one thing. When I, uh, I did mine June 26th, July 22nd was my first AFF jump. Yeah. So I didn't even have a month. <laughs> you yeah. know what made you like why wait why, so long yeah why the hell <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good fucking question um so there was a few things you know I was starting college I graduated high school I was starting college when I met Drew here our first semester funny story first class first semester that's how Drew and I met and um so college started, I was running my business, I had that, I, you know, I'm up till 1, 1 a.m. every night studying and everything, and it just, life kind of got in the way, and um, then I moved to Germany for a year, and I came back, and then I finished my degree, and then it's like, okay, now I'm finished with my degree, I have my businesses, and I have a little bit more time, I have money now, and I can afford it, and it's like, that was another thing, is the cost because when I first did my first tandem I, I looked into it I was like man I'd really like to do this but you know I can't I can't afford $2,500 right now yeah I can't afford that and I can't afford to do it you know once a weekend either and it, just, it was more of a financial and a time thing but I, I guess unlike for most people which I know you've seen is a lot of people get into skydiving and then they get out and they always say life got in the way yeah. life got in the way for me at the start and then skydiving, getting into it, kind of liberated me from that. Yeah, and nothing took, gets uh, and in your way. Yeah, now nothing would get in my way of skydiving because it's fucking, it's just such an incredible thing, and I wouldn't, I could not ever see it not being a part of my life at this point. Absolutely, man. I never ever want to stop. Um, there's, there's literally nothing in the world right now that would ever make me quit jumping. Yeah, I mean, money was a, it was a hard thing for me too. But you know, there's a lot of ways to approach that. Um, I paid off my um, jumping with packing. So once I learned how to pack, I was on the packing mat. Yeah, I that's a good tip for anybody. Balls deep in nylon. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was rough too. That was my first uh, time really getting into packing, and then you start getting like twenty tandems, yeah. thirty tandems Jesus. a day, and you're like. Holy fuck. Face down, I ass up. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't move my hands. I had to soak my hands in like ice water with Epsom salts. Oh, it was so hard. But, 
you know, you push through it, and I paid off my FF with uh, packing and got my license. And how do you put it that you did for skydiving? Like you. What? How do you always put it? You always, you always talk, you say you sold yourself. Oh, yeah, I sold my soul to skydiving. <laughs> yeah. I did. I definitely did. I uh, I gave up a really good, comfortable job at, at T-Mobile where, you know, I was getting paid, like, quite a bit. Fuck comfortability. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of where we're going for, for this first episode. Yeah, is... You need to say fuck to your comfort. Exactly. And that that's when you really start living. Yeah. So to wrap up our intros, we're going to go into our actual main topic for the day. And for our first episode, we're going to talk about the door monster. Womp womp womp. <laughs> Jacob, I'll let you explain it. Yeah, so in skydiving, there is a little term called the door monster. You might have heard of it, you might have not, probably not if you're not into skydiving. Um, But it is the feeling of being scared as fuck to jump out of the airplane when the door opens. Yeah, as soon as you're in the plane, everything's going well, you're getting up to altitude, and then they rock them wings, and you know you got two minutes. Yeah, and, and then that fucking door opens. Well, before you know, the the plane slows down. Yep, you, f- you feel it. You feel it slow down. Yep. and you're like, oh god, somebody's about to yell, door, door, <laughs> <laughs> and then you open the door, and the whole plane just gets filled it's, with the wind. It's like when the wind comes in is when it's like it rushes into your body, and that uh, adrenaline kicks the in. Jet and, fuel is soaking into your lungs. Yeah, it's <laughs> just just this instant thing. It doesn't even take a second, and the adrenaline kicks in so fast. Your asshole puckers, man. It's <laughs> terrifying <laughs> as fuck. But, even even for, for jumpers like us, like we've been doing it a while. You're obviously more experienced than I am, because I'm only at 38 jumps right now. But it's like, even if, especially if I've waited two or three weeks. If I haven't jumped in two or three weeks, and I get it bound the plane, that fucking door opens, and it's all hell breaks loose. And I'm, I'm fucking nervous, even though I've done it, and I know how to do everything. You just get nervous. You do. shit. Well, you know, that that's a part of it. The door monster never goes away. It you, doesn't. You, you ask, I mean, there's probably guys who are, oh, I, I can, I've skydived, I have like 3,000 jumps, I've, I, I don't feel the door monster anymore. You ask guys who have like 10,000 jumps, like even Wizard, I talked to Wizard about it. He said every two weeks, if you don't jump for like two weeks, you're going to feel it. Really? Um, and that's, that's something that, you know, it just doesn't go away. So you have to learn to deal with being terrified as fuck yeah. while also doing the thing you love. Yeah. I had a wrestling coach one time, and I was never really super fond of him. But one thing I always took from, or from him was he had this saying. He's like, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And that can relate so well to skydiving, even life. You have to be comfortable in everything that you're going to be uncomfortable because life's always going to throw you them curveballs. Yeah, and and for me, I mean, that's it was a perfect um, physical embodiment of for my depression. Everything was uncomfortable. I yeah. was so scared I couldn't do anything. Right. I was just laying in bed because the idea of getting out of bed and what could happen from that was so potentially terrifying. Mm-hmm. Now I'm jumping out of airplanes, yeah. doing something that's. This is scary. I know it's scary, but I'm still pushing myself to do it because the moment you, you, the moment one part of your body, the moment you're not touching the plane anymore, 
It all goes shit. away. It's gone. It totally goes away. It's happiness and yeah. giggles. Yeah. But like, oh, you're, you're smiling like a with your schoolgirl yeah. when, you, when you're holding on to the plane. Yeah, now. dude. I can remember being so nervous. Like, it's almost like you're shaking. Oh, and but as soon as you as soon as you do your count and you exit that door, it all everything just goes away. It does. As soon as you exit that door, the door monster is completely gone. And that's why it's called the door monster, because as soon as you exit that door, as soon as you punch through that barrier, you're just liberated. Yeah. Everything's gone, and you are at total peace. You beat your monster. Exactly. And those monsters, you know, in life, we get so scared of doing things. We get so scared, you know, asking a girl out. Yeah. You get so scared of asking your boss for a raise. Should I so quit scared. my job and do something different? Should I start my own business? Yeah, and you're terrified, and you're like, well, there's too much uh, scary things that could happen, you know, I maybe I'll lose this or this and that. You have you, to be comfortable being uncomfortable. As as we say in skydiving, just send it. Just send it. Just send yeah. it, man. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. You just, you just got to send it and put it out there. And I'm sure you'd probably agree with me that nine times out of ten, if not more, you're going to be satisfied with your results. You're oh, always yeah. going to land on your feet. I, I haven't met a person who's gone skydiving who's who didn't say it was like one of the best experiences they've ever had. Yeah, like, even if it's if it's just your first time you're doing a tandem, everybody I've ever talked to is like it was one of the best experiences, if not the best experience of their entire life. Oh yeah, and even people who hate it, like who did it and they didn't really like it, they were like, "Wow, that was amazing. Are you going to do it again?" No, but that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I get that, but it, I don't know. I. I could never stop doing what we do now. Uh, I, I can't either. I I know. I knew from the moment I w- wizard was behind me. I'm I'm looking up, <laughs> and then I'm realizing the moment I'm looking down that I'm out of the plane. This is how I want to spend my life. This is yeah. this is how I want to d- use my time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, because you know, there's not really a lot of time. There's not life is so short and that's that's why I'm so glad that we that we both and and everybody else gets in the sport, you know, gets into it and they realize I really feel like it's one of those things that you do that you realize just it brings me to reality so I can see everything a little bit clearer when I jump. Time is so short and it's always fleeting. Always. You're never getting younger. Every second you're getting a little bit older and it's like you have to live as much now before you can't. Yeah, and the, the skydiving is so fluid and the community is so fluid. You know, everything has changed. Yeah. So skydiving, you know, you don't just have to deal with uncomfortable moments. You have to deal with constant uncomfortable moments and constant change. Yeah, it's And those always are changing. two things that people hate. They hate change, change. and uncomfortability, yeah. Yeah. And when you start pushing yourself to do those things... Yeah, when you can push through all of those... You could do fucking anything. Exactly. You could be anyone you want to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for all of you that are listening that haven't done skydiving, you're thinking about doing it, do it. Because I would bet, and I know Jacob would too, it'll change your life. It will. If you do it one time, it will change your life. If you can get past that door monster... It'll change your life. And it'll it'll help you outside of, of skydiving. So if you can get past the door monster in skydiving, you, you can take that exit, get out the door of that plane, 
and set sail into the air, you will set sail into life. Leave your problems at the door and take flight, man. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. It's the, it's one of the best experiences you could have, and I would recommend it for absolutely anybody out there. If you're even remotely thinking about it, or somebody's mentioned it before and you haven't done it, you just you've got to try it at least once because you never know where it might take you. Yeah, we mean we mean everyone when we say everyone. everyone. I'm saying like you can be 18 and up. We had we had a lady who was 99 who. That's awesome. Yeah, she was a fucking badass, but... um, Hey, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, she wanted to do it, and she did it, and she loved it, and, you know, it it probably means something else than what it meant for us, you know, but... Probably. Hey, if you're gonna die, die epic. (laughs) But, you know, it it just... It changes you, And, and not only that, you know, the moment you start surrounding yourself with people who are also facing uncomfortability who are also cool with constant change you start to attract those people those people in your life who are good healthy people absolutely i mean that's how we found each other yeah jesus jacob and i have known each other for such a short period of time literally since probably september is when we first started like relatively speaking and conversing Yeah. yeah and have grown into such incredible great friends and it's like that with everybody in the skydiving community. I can't say a bad word about anybody. And everybody's just really close. And it's a good, tight community. Even for new people. When you meet new people that come in from other drop zones. Everybody's just has this. Everybody. It's such a forward-thinking community. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to like. St- I mean, people are just themselves. Yeah. Because <laughs> exactly. when you're jumping out of planes, yeah. you are so comfortable being yourself. Yeah. That you, you don't give a shit whatever anyone else thinks. Right. And that's how everyone feels. So everyone's going to accept you for exactly who you yeah. are. Doesn't matter what spectrum or background you have. You... Doesn't matter who you've been, who, where yeah. you've gone. Jacob and I have totally different backgrounds. And, you know, if it would have been 15 years ago, 10 years ago, or whatever it is. If we were in the same area, never probably would have been friends, never really would have conversed. We never would have respected each other. Yeah. And and now it's it's just you couldn't go any further in them in the opposite direction. And it's it really is just because of skydiving, how liberating it is and what it does for you as a person individually and as a community too. Yeah, that was the, I, uh, there was something I was thinking about. So um like last night, I uh, I was doing a bit of video editing, and I, I had a really fun jump this past uh, Monday. We did a four-way horny grill exit with yeah. free flying at the end. Um, but I was watching the video last night, and I just started crying. And I, I was so proud of myself. It's an emotional thing. When, yeah. when you have that realization, like what you're actually doing, when you, when you take that step back and you look at what you're doing as a person and who you've become yeah from from me who you know i i like i was i was never uh suicidal or anything but i um you know my brain chemistry just wasn't working i i couldn't i couldn't get out of it i couldn't get out of bed no matter how much i wanted to no matter how much i wanted to ask for help you know and going from there literally like a year ago to now where i'm skydiving like Getting into free flying, you know, doing crazy shit. You're sit shit. flying now too. Yeah, that's that's fun. Um, I'm so proud of myself, and I think I can't I can't imagine anyone who wouldn't be. 
You you go yeah. out of that plane, you're gonna be so fucking proud of yourself because you're doing just, something most people are never gonna fucking do. Even if you're just doing a tandem for the first time, yeah, you're still doing something that ninety percent of the world will never do in their entire life. Yeah. And if you can get yourself out of that door. You can do anything. Yeah, you can do absolutely anything and it will change your life because you will have a totally different outlook on life. You will be content with who you are right now but still have this drive to do more things and just be less afraid to try them because you you made it through that door. You made it past the door monster. So you start wanting to do more things. You yeah, start exactly. wanting to meet new people, start making new friends, start hanging out yeah. with these people who also are feeling the same exact way. You and they do. all push you. They all push you to try different things. And everybody has, you know, somebody's always going to have a little bit more experience than you do. But they share it. It's not like sports in high school or something where everybody's, you know, it's all about me. I'm going to be the best. I want to be the best. And it's, it's just me. I haven't met a single person in skydiving who's like that. It is completely, let's all get better together. Have you tried this? All right, well, let's do it. I haven't met a skydiver who doesn't want to talk endlessly about skydiving. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Jacob and I could talk till next week about this one topic alone. Yeah. I mean, they everyone, you know, they, they love the sport. They just want to share what they know. Yeah. Because, you know, they care about you. Yeah. They they care about themselves, they care about you. They they want the best for you. They also want the best for themselves. So sharing knowledge that helps you and that helps them. Well, like what you were talking about earlier today too, the whole respect thing. Mm. As a skydiver, anybody who's willing to jump out that door and do it, especially if they're willing to do it, you know, do an AFF and get their license and everything. There's there's a huge level of respect that goes along with that in the skydiving community because that's going the extra level you mean you're pushing your limits as it is already yeah doing a tandem is one thing and it's cool and it's great for anybody even if you're just going to do that one tandem in your life that's awesome and there's still a mad level of respect that involves that might be all you need yeah that might be it but when you go that next step too and you keep going you keep progressing it like there's so much respect that comes in that because you know it's it's still an extreme sport and a lot can happen and when you're willing to take that plunge and continue doing it it, there's just a huge, it really is a level of respect, and it takes a set of nuts to do it. Yeah, so not only do you start respecting yourself, you start getting that respect from others, you know? Yeah, absolutely. When I started, I felt like an outcast when Same. it came to the community. Same. You know, you've got all these people around you that, even in our eyes, are still, like, they're legends. They're, you know, they're super experienced. They're veterans in the sport. They are, yeah. Even if they're really not veterans yet. But at the same time, to you, you know, they're 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 the ultimate legend. They're the Babe Ruth. I mean, they were my heroes. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, these people who now I'm getting to jump with, <laughs> yeah. do really fun free flying stuff, and they're st- they still are my heroes. Yeah, you know. And, and that's the thing is they are. But it's like now, once you know, as we've gotten our licenses and we've progressed, it's like we've all gotten closer together in a tight knit community, and it's such an incredible thing. And like what you're talking about. You know, when you were getting emotional, like watching that video, you're doing this awesome thing with those people who are my heroes. Yeah. And I'm getting to jump with them and have the time of my life. Right. Exactly. And that's, it's an incredible, incredible feeling. And there's a mad level of respect in it. And you just, you just gotta send it. You really do. And, and when you feel that door monster, 
there's a little t- I can't remember it's like an Instagram or TikTok audio um, when you're afraid to jump that is the moment you should jump that is the moment you should jump yeah. the moment you're most afraid is when you should do it yep and trust us it will change your life now it'll change your life differently for everyone you know some people you'll do a tandem and you'll be like I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna go like move out and start working out of a I'm gonna live in a tent and go work at a DZ pack and tandems yeah um or you, it might be something as simple as, I've had a really bad fight with my girlfriend or my wife, and I, you know, there's just one thing I wanted to talk about, but I've just been too afraid to like share it. Yeah, that that that's nothing. After just get it you out jump there. Jump out of a fucking plane. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're so, you're so comfortable being in those uncomfortable positions. Yeah. And it's okay at that point. And it's. You really do just have to send it sometimes. And if if you get into the skydiving, or even if you do your first tandem and you get past that door monster, life will be different. It will be. And you'll you'll look at life a little differently after yeah. you've done something that's, you know, risked your life. You know, skydiving is a very dangerous sport that can be done insanely safely. Yeah. It's, oh, Absolutely. You know, it's, you're more likely to be in a car accident than you are in a skydiving accident. That's what I always used to tell people. Yeah. They'll always ask, "How dangerous is it again?" <laughs> when they get here, you know, they're they're terrified. Their adrenaline's going. They're not going to remember anything of our yeah. interaction. But right. They'll always ask, "How uh, how dangerous is it?" And I'm like, "Well, actually, you know, it was. Really... Uh, you did way more risking just getting here today." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nine times out of ten, the the injuries or even the deaths that happen in skydiving is generally it's on you generally yeah yeah. it's usually user error of some sort yeah it's very rarely very very rarely ever something that is you know uh, equipment malfunction or just a chance of fate it's generally all based on the user that's flying that canopy especially in 2023 when the equipment is just amazing it's yeah it's not the same stuff they were jumping in the 80s we're not doing round canopies and stuff like that it's it's totally totally different and everything Farrell was talking about that earlier today you know since the 80s and the 90s it's even since the 2000s just in 20 years it's come such an incredibly far ahead of what it used to be yeah i mean i was looking at a 1999 dom sapphire one 129 that was i think i might have seen that one yeah jake sent it to me i was looking at it i might might be a good burning man rig but um i'm gonna be hopefully buying a sapphire 3 dom 2018 the sport changes a lot and again it goes back to it there's constant change everything is just so fluid um and once you start doing that you become more confident, more comfortable. I feel like you become more fluid as a person. Like like Bruce Lee says, be like water. Yeah. That's I mean, that's kind of what skydiving, at least in my opinion, that's how I feel. It's skydiving has made me more fluid as a person. Yeah, and in and, and like a good way. It's not like you're, you know, uh, constantly changing. or You, you kind of become more who you are. You, yeah, who I would you ag- are becomes a bit more rigid. I would, I would yeah. agree with that. You definitely find yourself. Yeah, and that might piss some people off. That's probably... No, it, it's going to piss people off in your life. Um, you know, if... if and maybe you, it should. Yeah, if you have those people who want you to be a certain person. I had people like that. They're, I've had to change relationships, and I've had relationships that have ended in the past year. Um, 
because not because of skydiving but because of what skydiving has helped me see in myself and what i want and need but you know there's people who are support you and that there are people who um you know you might realize maybe this isn't the relationship i need in my life yeah and i would add further on to that that the new people you're going to meet in the skydiving community are going to take the place of whoever that was and it's going to be way more beneficial for you yep and it's going to be better for you and them and you're just i've told you this before i've made more friends since i started jumping in august than i have in over 10 years yeah, if you want some friends, like yeah. real quick, man, you're you're kind of lonely. Just go skydiving. Go skydiving. <laughs> Jump out a, of a plane. Yeah, just make sure you bring beer. Yeah, bring beer. Yeah. We'll, we will get to that in a different episode, and I think that's a good stopping point for us, Jacob. I believe you have a shout out. Yeah, so uh, this is our first episode. I really wanted to uh, make sure that we're always shouting out to skydivers, especially up and coming skydivers. Um, so I have a friend, uh, Sebastian. He just put out some great free-flying content. Uh, if you want to look him up on Instagram, his uh, Instagram handle is S-M-H-F-A-R-R-U. Um, his name's Sebastian, and he is amazing. We started jumping together uh, just a few months ago, and now he's free-flying, going head down, uh, head up, he's head down He's been working at a wind tunnel, right? Uh, well, not not working at the wind tunnel, but he's been going like religiously. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Uh, but he's currently at Spaceland Atlanta, so uh, if you want to check out his Instagram, just go ahead and uh, look him up. He has great content, great guy. Go ahead and jump with him if you ever get the chance. Yeah, do it. And on that note, we want to thank you all for listening to us. Again, this is Skydive Liberation, brought to you by Kyler Kayanik. Jacob Patty. We have our awesome producer Drew Beats here on the on the keyboards. And you know what? Come jump with us sometime. We're here in Chattanooga. Come out to our, our home DZ, Chattanooga Skydiving Company in Marion County. Yeah, you can look us up. Chattanooga Skydiving Company dot com. You can book online. Um you can go ahead and uh get uh booking online. You could go ahead and book for a tandem or Book for your first AFF jump. Hell. Yeah, come. Yeah, seriously. Sign it up. Just send it. Yeah, I'll pack your stuff and <laughs> we'll get it we'll, together. We'll, we'll be there to jump with you. Absolutely. We'll be there. Splash Bros will be there. <laughs> we want to thank you all for listening and tune in for our next episode. Absolutely. We'll see you later. Love you guys.